0: jared on how we doing jared
1: pretty good man how how you doing tonight
0: good good uh l- looking forward to uh going over some of the draft and nfl news going on currently um unfortunately uh our other host adam could not make it tonight as he is uh still sort of in quarantine recovery um As some of you may know, I know he put it on the Instagram story. He he was tested positive for COVID-19, but uh, he is doing much better. We've talked to him. Uh, It looks like things will be all right for him. So, uh, Adam, hope you get better soon. And just real quick, anybody out there that is dealing with this on, you know, if you personally have it or know somebody, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with everybody. I know it's kind of a crazy time with this going on uh, everybody's going a little stir crazy, but uh, the one, the one thing that we did have uh, last week was, was the NFL draft. So, uh, you know, and, and as far as the sports world goes, that, that was a nice uh, something for everybody to tune into. I actually had saw that it broke. Uh, it was like the most people tuned into the draft in however many years. Um, so, so, that's good news for the NFL. Um, Absolutely.
1: It was needed, too. It was like the perfect time.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that was, exactly, Jared. It was the perfect time. Uh, and even the NFL itself, it wasn't just a normal draft for them. I mean, they have had to make a lot of adjustments uh, doing it, you know, basically Goodell doing it from his basement, players at their house, uh, which we'll talk more about that in a second. I uh, did want to say thanks to everybody that tuned in because, uh, you know, Adam was live on IG during the draft. Uh, we had live updates going on Twitter. Uh, you know, even if you only tuned in for a couple minutes or or however long, we appreciate it. Quick shout out to at Justin Chib. He was the winner of our rookie card giveaway. Um, I'll have to ask Adam. I don't nice know. Nice job. I don't <laughs> I don't know what card he's he's going to be getting. Uh, I'm guessing not the Jake Fromm card, but
1: ho- <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, it's not the grand prize. Yeah, it's not the grand
0: prize, but uh, that's another guy that's going to come up later. Maybe Adam will give me his card. But, uh, Jared, I want to get your thoughts, uh, you know, just to start on the NFL draft. How did you, um, well, first, how did you think about the setup, you know, everything going on? And then kind of rolling into the first round, you know, how did you think things went?
1: So I actually didn't know what to expect the first Mm -hmm. like live, um, you know, almost almost uh, zoomed draft. It was, um, Mm -hmm. you know, all over the Internet, Um, but it actually went really good. I thought they did a great job with it. It was entertaining to watch. And uh, yeah, just everyone honestly had great Internet that night, I felt like. So it wasn't an issue at all. But what a draft, man! That was one of my favorite drafts I've ever seen. I was, I was literally on the edge of my seat most of that night. A lot of great picks.
0: I'll be honest. um, It's funny. As long as I've been watching football, that was that was the first draft. I think I stayed up and watched picks one to thirty-two all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, You know, which I think I think a lot of people are probably saying that, given that it came out like, oh, broke a ton of ratings, and most people tuned in. So kind of kind of funny being that it wasn't necessarily a normal draft of the NFL, but uh, I thought they did a great job. And now you're – I don't know if you've been seeing this, Jared. There's even talk about like uh, – you know, I've heard some of the other sports shows talking like, hey, we kind of like seeing the players at home with their family and, you know, versus I was everyone a- – yeah, what do you think?
1: I didn't want to say anything too bold there, but, yeah, I yeah. actually liked it better, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I feel
0: like a lot of people are saying that.
1: Yeah, I I honestly felt that way. I, I thought it was way cooler. I thought it moved along quickly. Um, when they're at the tables at the event, I mean, it's cool because they get to do the traditional go up there, shake the commission's hand, you know, take the right. picture. But, uh, honestly – I think it's better to spend it with your family, you know, biggest right, moment right, right. in this guy's lives. Um, you know, I think after post post COVID-19 um, it might be a change for the better, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The might,
0: I mean, in the past we've seen, um, you know, usually the big name guys are at the draft, but every now and then there'll be a guy that's not at the draft, you know, like I remember just one guy that jumps in my mind, Philip Rivers, Yeah, He was at his house when he got drafted and occasionally, you know, occasionally you've seen a a player at his house, but yeah. And in this instance, they had everybody at home, Um, you know, you had CD lamb grabbing his phone back from his girl. (laughs) You know, I guess people can speculate what that was about. He, she said it was his agent. I mean, you know, it's just stupid stuff. It's funny, but it kind of gives you an insight. Um, But it is, there is something special about seeing the player being able to react right there with you know with their parents mom dad whoever whatever family's there um you know not not that they aren't there at the draft but like you said the draft is more of uh okay get up walk across the stage here's the hat
1: yeah and, it,
0: you know i mean that stuff's cool too but i like this other angle of it
1: yeah it's it's cool everyone's comfortable at home and um the one thing i will say the player i think that might be might have been too comfortable as Henry Ruggs with uh, that that bathrobe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little little bit of swag there for him. Um you know, speaking of that, Adam actually mentioned earlier he believes Henry Ruggs will have the best fantasy season uh as far as that group of wide receivers goes being that he landed with the Raiders. Um I mean, I'm not saying, you know, hey, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, there's a couple other receivers I kind of like more, but uh,
1: I'll. Uh, I guess... Are you talking on that team?
0: What? On the uh, oh no no I'm talking just overall like. I mean, there's a you know I I kind of like um, CD Lamb in Dallas. I know me and you talked about him. Uh, yeah. like Jeffer- Jefferson yeah. on the Vikings. Um, there
1: was a ton of great landing spots. Honestly, I love a lot. We're gonna get into a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. I got a bold take for you right now. All right, let's sure go. That Henry Ruggs is going to be the uh, highest scoring rookie wideout on his team. How about that?
0: The highest scoring rookie wideout on his team.
1: Yep, Brian Our Edwards. Court. Lock it in. He's going to outscore Ruggs in fantasy points this season. There's a wow
0: spot for you. Okay, I haven't seen I haven't seen anyone take that take yet, but we will write that down.
1: <laughs> you uh, You heard it first here, Audibles podcast
0: the only thing that worries me um, for anybody on the Raiders and it, it, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Derek Carr, but he's been up and down and I mean, granted, granted, they did sign Mariota, you know, I don't know, you know, if people think he's a better option or not, but that quarterback situation, we'll see how it plays out. Um, nothing against Derek Carr, you know, there was, you know, it was only a couple of years ago. He was kind of in the MVP conversation, but I know basically they had Darren Waller became their number one receiver uh, this past season, which is their tight end, which he had a phenomenal season. So yeah, maybe having these weapons uh, will help Carr. Hopefully, uh, for his sake. But yeah, um, you know. So, anyways, yeah, we thought the draft was good. I know a, a couple of my close friends um you know they're diehard patriot fans so they just hate Goodell. I get it the deflate gate thing but I thought he did a great job um you know given the circumstances of it I mean the guy was in his basement they're doing the picks yeah he's talk he's talking to the fans on the TV um you know trying to get them riled up and then it also came out today that he uh, he cut his salary to zero, basically, uh, due to Corona, which, you know, I'm not sure if any of the sport commissioners have come out and done that. Yeah, that's uh, granted, a big move. I, yeah, yeah, I think it's a good move. Uh, it's, it looks good for the NFL. You know, now some people will say, oh, well, he makes $45 million, million a year. Like, this isn't going to hurt him. Yeah, we get that. I'm sure he's not going to be strapped for money, but it still looks good on the surface for the league, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a lot of people struggling, so you know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure he's gonna put it elsewhere.
0: So uh, moving along into the draft here, Jared. um, Just you know, we'll kind of touch on some of the some of the you know big name picks and some of the obvious stuff here. So right off the bat, you know, I think everybody in the world had Joe Burrow going to the Bengals. That was kind of the obvious pick. Um, Yep. I guess we can say props to them. They didn't screw it up. Um, Right. You know, because we didn't know, oh, are they going to trade the pick? Whatever. But I noticed after the draft, it did come out. It said Joe Burrow said, oh, I've already been studying the Bengals playbook for like a month or two, Um, you know, which is good. You know, he seems like a kid that wants it. So what do you think about the the Bengals taking Burrow there? The obvious pick. They did the right thing. Is that is that we're
1: going with? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm happy for them that they didn't screw that up. He was, mm-hmm. he, he was the perfect pick at the perfect time. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm happy for him. Great college season. He's going to a team. He's instantly getting weapons right off the bat, which is always mm-hmm. great to see. I'd say biggest needs right now, other than defense for that other than defense for that team is probably a little bit more help on the O-line, but mm-hmm. um you know, they, they had a good, they had a really good draft. I mean, you start your draft off with Burrow. That's great. They got T Higgins with the first pick in the second round. That was, yeah, another,
0: yeah, like, that was a, that's a very pick. good pick there.
1: And um, so, I mean, they, they're surrounding him with weapons and uh, yeah, great pick. Love it. Love to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, every mock draft, everything out there, it was, you know, the talk was Burrow's going to the Bengals. So, kind of the obvious pick uh although funny thing is they they used the entire draft clock uh before they announced it (laughs) yeah they they let they let it run all the way down i mean you know maybe they were leaving the door slightly open for some type of ricky williams draft every (laughs) pick you know give you every pick for him thing but uh we'll see how it plays out i mean you know, it, for him, uh, he has an opportunity to turn their franchise around coming off a strong uh, last college season, strong season for him. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then, of course, the the, the second pick, an, another kind of obvious one, you know, th- this was Chase Young, Ohio State, you know, the big ed- edge rusher, the dominant DN going to the Redskins. Uh Again, kind of the obvious pick. A lot of mock drafts had him going there. You never know, you know, if there's going to be a trade or not, but y- yeah. What do you another, think about what do you think about this pick, Jared?
1: Another great pick. I think we all mocked it honestly um in one of the previous episodes. So, yep. it was just like the writing on the wall, you know. They they needed the player and uh they liked the player, so I think it's a good fit and uh no brainer really.
0: Yeah, um you know, a lot of a lot of analysts, experts, you know, anything you read out there, they they pretty much call him the most physically gifted player um, in that draft class, uh, which, you know, I guess you can't really argue with for now. Me being a Giants fan, you know, it's kind of, I'm kind of looking at it like, damn, they're going to have to try to <clears throat> block this guy twice a year for the next couple <laughs> however many years, but yeah uh, th- there was there was part of me was hoping man maybe they'll like maybe the Red Soons will do something crazy and somehow he falls to the Giants at four uh that didn't happen though but yeah um picks so I know the first three picks on on the audibles mock draft I think we nailed the first three yeah uh I- so the third pick was Jeff Akuda. did you have him in the lines Jared
1: yeah, right. I did as well. Right. So, so I think at this point, I mean, the only thing I can say about it is they probably screwed up not getting some additional assets and moving back. I think they could have definitely did that. Yeah, but uh, whatever. They got their guy, so you know, good pick. And uh,
0: yeah, I remember, I remember f- you saying an episode or two back um, that that third pick with Detroit was could kind of be, um, you know, where things start to move around because there was kind of some rumors about Miami trying to get assets and slide into the third spot or whatever it was. But I think this is a smart pick for the lions, uh, given that they moved on from Darius slay. Um, no one really knows why, but, uh, Akuda was the number one, you know, ranked corner at his position. He's coming from Ohio state. They have produced a uh, pretty solid NFL corners, So I will say they made the right pick here. Um, although i don't i don't know if you've seen um a lot of the stuff coming out jared uh, surrounding matt patricia uh not good i mean of course it's all from players that they release or cut or move on from so maybe a little sour grapes and stuff but kind of hearing more negativity about his style compared to uh you know some positive things even uh Even I think they, Gronk said, oh, they were going to try to trade me to Detroit two years ago, and I told them I was going to retire. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I mean, what do you you think about that?
1: I got little to no faith in Patricia, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. And yeah, everything you're hearing, I think it's just the writing on the wall that he's a terrible coach. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, Seen him make bad trades, bad draft picks, um, (coughs) coach terribly, Mm -hmm. um, so... I mean, it's just more the same with him, honestly. I think he's on a very short leash. Yeah. I think it's only a time before he's out of there, so...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's weird, because um, not that we want to spend too much time on the Lions, but there, I mean, over the last two years or so, there, there's been a couple of games that I remember watching. I'm like, oh, wow, they don't look too bad. Like, decent defense. You know, Matt Stafford's good. They got some good weapons, but they have not put together a, a good full season here, so... Like you said, I think he's probably on a short leash. Um, we'll see what happens. And there's a running back they ended up drafting later on, which we'll touch on in a few minutes. But uh, sliding into uh, the fourth pick, oh, that was the Giants. They took Andrew Thomas from Georgia, offensive tackle. Now, this is where the Audible's draft, uh, mock draft went out the window, thanks to me, because I had I, – <laughs> In my dreams, I had them taking Isaiah Simmons, even though that was more of just, like, that. that that's, that's what I would say was the cool pick. You know, I'm like, oh, I hope they take him because he's absolutely. so cool and he's a great player. Um, but the more you look at it, it makes complete sense for them to go offensive tackle, uh, given that they drafted the uh, Daniel Jones last year, rookie QB. They got Barkley. Their line's been an issue. Uh, yep. You know, a lot of you know, I know a lot of people were talking about Tristan Wirfs. Um I even pulling it up on ESPN right here, Andrew Thomas was ranked fourth at, at his position, but you know, the Giants obviously saw something they like. Um and I can't hate the pick because they went down the road of trying to invest in protecting their quarterback, so
1: Yeah. In in my mock, I think I did have them taking an offensive tackle. I just didn't have them taking mm-hmm. that one. Um I think I had Werfs in our mock, but um, you know, I thought it was a great great pick. I think they needed that the position yep. desperately. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I agree. Um, <laughs> you know I know Dave Gettleman, uh the Giants general manager, he takes a lot of heat. He's he's let some players go. Um You know, whether you agree with it or not, he's he he's moved on from some high profile names. You know, you got your Odell Beckham, you got Landon Collins, uh, which I was kind of surprised about that one. I thought they may have kept him around. But, hey, they have their reasons. You know, he's taken the criticism. But I will say, um, you know, over the last three years, I was happy they drafted Barkley. I was happy. uh, Well, I can't say I was happy they drafted Daniel Jones was at the time. Nobody knew who he was, but it looks like the right pick now, at least for now. I think they can work with it. And I'll say this year, I thought they had a really good draft. So, um, you know, one yeah. of the better drafts they've had over the last couple of years. But now this is where it gets interesting here. Um, this is a guy uh, we were all big on. Um if he didn't get injured, you know, if he didn't have the big hip injury, you know, we we don't know if he even makes it to the fifth pick here. He might have been the number one or two picker. However, you know, that that's how it was looking a year or two ago.
1: Absolutely. Um, but that would yep. be
0: Tua Tagovaiola. Did I even say that right? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> well, close enough. That's yeah. why we just called <laughs> him
0: Tua, but you guys get the point here. Yep. Um, Miami Dolphins. Smart pick, Jared. What do you think here?
1: Yeah, great pick. They're lucky they got him at five, honestly. I think what they did was genius. They created so much pre-draft smoke that uh, no one felt comfortable about moving around right there. And I'm sure they had offers on the table but didn't pull the trigger, you know, when the lines were on Mm -hmm. the clock. And just kind of waited it out. But worked out perfectly. They had a great draft. And I think they're really going to build something nice around him. So, um you know, love the pick and th- they're lucky so, uh, they got him. I
0: wanted to ask you building off Tua because be- you mentioned earlier um, you did your fantasy, your dynasty draft for your fantasy league, right? And you drafted Tua. Is that right?
1: That's right. I did. Uh, i did i t- i took him uh i actually had two first round picks and i had the first pick in the second round i ended up uh i adopted a uh orphan mm-hmm. team so kind of rebuilding traded away some pieces for picks mm-hmm. and uh just building it from the ground up he was my third pick and uh i actually moved up to the 112 to knock him down because was right, already right. gone and uh it, no regrets at all. Cam was Cam was my other dynasty quarterback, and he doesn't have a team right now. So I needed a good guy to build around, and I thought it was great value where I got yeah,
0: him. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think you can go wrong with that, Jared. Um, now, do you think he's – like Joe Burrow's going into a situation with the Bengals where he is going to start right away. Um, do you do – yeah. Yep, yeah, do you weapons. think Tua is going to start right away for the Dolphins, or are they going to, um, you know, Adams guy Ryan Fitzmagic? Is he going to? Because sometimes is he going to groom? Is he going to groom so, Tua, and he's going to be the starter first, and they're going to wait? Because because I kind of hate when teams do so, that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't love when teams do that either. I mean, um, I think that with him, they're probably going to see how the medicals look. If he's good. I think they're going to put him out there. He's right. the future. And, um, you know, the thing about the Bengals approach and the thing about the dolphins approach, they're going two different routes. Bengals, look at what they're doing. They're stacking up offensively mm-hmm. with weapons. They're trying to put pieces around burrow. Miami's doing it different. They're, they're building through an offensive line a defense. You know, I think the weapons are going to come to Miami probably in next year's draft, mm-hmm. but, uh um, you know, one thing I noticed the Dolphins doing, they really want to establish that protection for Tua. And, you know, if I was building a franchise, I mean, it's awesome to have all these off weapons, but you don't want your quarterback getting crushed first year and then losing confidence and getting hurt. And, you know, it's just a slippery slope. So I like the way they're building, honestly. And uh, once they add the weapons and the pieces around them, I think it's going to be like Yeah, out. I agree.
0: Um, because, you know, it drives me nuts when – I mean, I, I, you know, I get every situation's different for every team, but it's like, okay, we drafted this guy. We drafted this rookie QB. We, we believe in him. He's going to be a stud, hopefully. Uh, but we're going to start the veteran guy. And then it's like, we've seen the story so many times. They go with the old veteran guy. Then the season's down the drain. Then they throw the rookie in, you know? And it's like, uh, you yeah. know, uh, so, kind of what happened to Dwayne Haskins, um, not that the Redskins ever you know had any hope to begin with last season but you know you know he's taking a lot of heat because uh but but even i saw an interview with uh rob ryan he was there he was the redskins defensive coordinator uh he was on i think uh the herd a couple weeks ago and he said hey listen dwayne haskins is good he has a potential a great kid works hard but he's like yeah he wasn't ready we just threw him in there, you know, because the other two guys, or whoever, um Case Keenum got injured, Colt McCoy was still in, you know, they just basically, well, they kind of had to throw him in. But point is, he wasn't ready. That yeah. You know, the season was already in the trash. So it's like he went into a tough situation there. And he's not the only, you know, example. I'm sure there's many more out there. But I agree with you. I think if two is healthy – he's good enough um at least coming out of college where it's like hey let's roll with it we drafted him number five overall um because i th- i think if you get in- if you get into a situation where you're going to say oh let's see how it goes with Fitzmagic, magic you know and then if it goes bad we'll throw two in well now he's going into like a bad setting you know what i mean so uh um, yeah. we'll see how it plays out but like you said miami they are they're building something there um you know, they, they they signed Jordan Howard. You know, again, he's not, you know, he probably doesn't come up on the list of top five backs, but quietly has been productive in his career. Um, even had a pretty decent year with the Eagles last year in, in games that he played. Um,
1: they and, just got and, Brita, too, yeah, in a trade and at the past. They got Matt
0: Brita from San Fran, who I will say, I think he's good. I, I actually think he's pretty good, too. Um, he He...
1: He's a good, He's running, a good back, running back.
0: Man. He just ended up kind of being the odd man out, I think, in San Fran because you know, Tevin Coleman was kind of their big name guy they brought in. Uh, then Raheem Mostert got really hot at the end of the year, you know, and then all of a sudden you just saw and not really being in ro- the rotation there, but
1: and they also a, a big part of that trade too. I think is they still had uh, Jarek McKinnon on the books for a big captain. So that's right. I mean, we've seen literally nothing out of him, and they're they're literally ham- hamstrung just having. I him think they've the been.
0: I think he might have been on the team for like two years now. Just they're just kind of like waiting for him to get healthy. Like,
1: I don't even remember seeing him as, nope. play a snap. He's in never that play, uniform. He's never played so. a
0: game. I think they brought him in. He tore his ACL. I I could be wrong, but I think that was yep. the first year, and then I think last year he was going to come back, and uh, he he may have injured it again or or something. I have to look that up, but
1: might have yeah, been a hamstring was, year too, but yeah.
0: something like that. But um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, Miami. We'll see how it goes. They're they're building something nice there. Um,
1: who who do we got so, at six?
0: Moving along here, you had the next so you had the next Oh, by the way, I wanted to say this before we move on. I think Tua is a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. I just want to throw that out there. Hey, you know. And that's not not a knock hey. on Joe Burrow. I just think I don't know. I don't know. There's just something I see there when they show like Tua's highlights and stuff, he reminds me, you know, Russell Wilson-ish and Maybe he'll, yeah. maybe he'll just have success quicker. You know, who knows? Burrow Burrow could, yeah. could be the guy. I'm not taking it away from him. He Rightfully so, number one pick. But we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, no complaints from me with that yeah. statement. I think they're both great quarterbacks and have great yeah, careers. absolutely. So.
0: Now, I do know some people I was talking to that are Patriot fans. They, they were like, oh, the Patriots should, should draft Justin Herbert. Um, so he ends up being the number six. Yeah, I I didn't think you would agree with that, Jared, but he ends up being the number six pick here, going to the chargers. Obviously that makes sense with them. Uh, Phillip rivers moving on to the Colts. Uh, they have Tyrod Taylor on the roster, but that's about it. So were you surprised that the chargers went down the road of drafting Herbert instead of signing a guy like maybe Cam Newton?
1: uh no i think it was kind of their plan the whole time um especially moving on from rivers when they did they did that nice and early nice and quick they didn't let it linger like uh panthers did with cam so i think that was the you know the direction they were going all along um i think we all hit on this pick i think we all got them to you know uh yeah we uh,
0: we did have that you you had it and we had it on the audibles thing
1: um so, I mean, I think it was just uh you know, I actually think it was a good fit for him, right, right, um you know, where they got him is a whole nother thing, but you know i think I think with some development, he can actually be a really good quarterback. It's just I don't even put him in the same tier as the right other two. right um
0: it's interesting, yeah, but i
1: like i I do like it, I thought uh obviously, a team need tyrod's more of a band aid than anything, mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, get that next guy going, get him some reps and see where it goes.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. He's not Joe Montana or anything. Um, but he's not bad. You know, he has experience in the league. He's, uh, he started for the bills for a couple of years. He's been on a few teams. So he's been around long enough. Um, you know, he, he's a professional guy. Hopefully he can groom this kid. I'll be honest. Like, I didn't know what to think of Herbert. I, I, I didn't watch a ton of him. You know, I've seen some of the highlights, um, you know, and then all of a sudden before the draft, it was like, oh, he's going to be a top five, six, seven pick. I'm like, wow. And then I don't know if you remember, Jared, there was a lot of smoke about the Giants maybe t- taking him, you know, the the story came out. Oh, they're time, you know, they're FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. You know, it didn't really make sense to me because, they had just drafted Daniel Jones a year ago, same GM. I know it's a new coach, but um, I never really believed that. I think they were just trying to maybe get somebody to trade up or something. But
1: Yeah, that's exactly what they were doing. That's what this whole draft was. We thought there was going to be a ton of trades, and it was just a big mm-hmm. stalemate. you know.
0: Uh, so the next pick, this is where me and Adam really dropped the ball. We didn't even have Der- Derek Brown. <laughs> in our mock draft on Audible. So um
1: I hit I hit this one on did, the head. I I mocked him right Did to them. you really yep.
0: you had him going to the Panthers? Okay.
1: Seven, okay. yep. And I think at this point of our mock I was six for wow. seven. I think the only pick I had wrong was the wrong player, right for, position. For the Giants,
0: so. right? Yeah. Correct. The Giants was a tough one. I mean um, I didn't I, I, I didn't I there was the other tackles, like we said, worse, um the kid from Alabama, Makai Becton, uh Wills yep. worse. But, hey, Andrew Thomas, I mean, good for him. I mean everything I read about him is pretty good. So but Der- Derek Brown, yep. he was ranked number one at his position, defensive tackle. Um yeah, I mean the guy's huge. Six five, three hundred and twenty six pounds. Um
1: He's a monster. He's a leader. It was really a great pick, and they liked him so early on in the process. That's kind of where I I caught wind of that. It was just kind of obvious right. to me. But uh,
0: by the way, these, yeah. these rankings like, I'm referring to is just it's ESPN's rankings, I guess, because I'm just looking at their draft uh, recap by around here. So they had him, um, they had him ranked number one at the position and number three overall. Uh, overall player in the draft
1: Wow yeah. That's high but yeah that's He's a great player yeah, so. um,
0: I think it's a great pick for them I mean I can't even name a lot of people On the Panthers Defense being that Luke keekley retired um, So Smart pick by them Address the defensive side of the ball uh, The next pick I love this pick um, It's who I had wished the Giants Were going to take but he, t- talk about another team that's building something here, Jared. You got the Cardinals drafting Isaiah Simmons, the positionless, uh, the positionless defensive player coming out of Clemson. You know, he said, "Oh, when they asked him what he plays, he says defense." And I, I didn't even know this. <laughs> they showed it during the draft, like uh, where he's taken. You know what? Where he's lined up and how many snaps he's taken at, at that spot and he actually took the most snaps last year as a slot corner which I was like wow you know cuz he's kind of listed as a line outside linebacker safety i mean they move him all around the field uh but he, even even then i yep. mean outside linebacker he bumps he, you know then you bump out on the receiver and now you're a slot corner you know i mean You know, you can't get too caught up in all that. I mean, it looks cool and everything, but bottom line is the kid's just a football player. You line him up anywhere on the field, uh, he's going to make plays. So I think this is a great, great pick for the Cardinals. They must have been pretty pumped. He fell to them at eight. Uh, What do you think about this pick, Jared?
1: Yeah, I think he was probably – he's one of the most versatile players still Mm. on the board. I. I think I mocked them taking a guard, uh, or a tackle rather Mackay mm-hmm. Becton. But, uh, I thought, I thought it was more of a team need, honestly, but, um, you know, their defense is pretty bad. So it really does make a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, I like the pick no issues yep. at all. Um, I saw something that he said right before the draft and I actually pegged him to fall a little bit. Cause like you said, he, he's like a Jack of all trades. He can mm-hmm. do a bunch of stuff, but his quote was perfect. He was like, uh, he was like, uh, whichever NFL team drafts me, um, their game day player limit is basically increased by four. Cause I can play so many positions. Yeah. 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 And, I um, saw that. So, I mean, if you think about it, it, coaches love guys like that. So, um, you know, top 10 pick yep. all day.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, you saw him dominate at Clemson. Um, you just, you, you can't go wrong there. Um, Again, like this is arguably he could have been a top five pick. So for him to fall there uh, at eight to the Cardinals, I mean, I like what they're doing. They they went out, they got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, you know they you know they 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 took heat for it, but because they they had drafted Josh Rosen two years ago, he wasn't the answer. They took another gamble. They rolled the dice on Kyler Murray the next year, and that's looking like it was the right pick. So. Um, props to them yeah. I mean You can't go wrong Wrong with Their last couple First round picks So uh, The next pick here You had CJ Henderson uh, Cornerback out of Florida Going to the Jags Um, You know We don't say this a lot But I'll say I think that's a great move For them Being that They traded away Jalen Ramsey last year And then they traded away yep. um, AJ Boye This off season. I believe he's on the Broncos now So this looks like a need, uh, a a pick of need for them. Um, smart pick. What do you think, Jared?
1: Yeah, I love the pick. Actually, I uh, I think they took him a little bit earlier than I had him mocked, um, but it makes all the sense in the world. The Jags actually had a really sneaky mm-hmm. good draft, um, top to bottom. They really did. They filled a lot of holes, got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. So. I thought it was just a perfect pick, um massive hole, obviously, like you said when they traded Ramsey, mm-hmm. so um, this guy can cover he doesn't have the best ball skills right now, um you know as far as picks and stuff, but um man, he yep. can cover yeah so. he's
0: he has a lot Great. of uh positive you know analysis on him, you know, big corner, he can be a number one corner um. And the Jags need to get back to that. You know, when they made the AFC championship a couple of years ago, it was built on defense. Um, yeah. So they, they, they need to get back to that after losing some of their big time players on that side of the ball. So uh, great pick for them there. Um,
1: I actually love their first three picks, but we'll get into that sure, down the road sure. a little bit.
0: Um, now, you know, not 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 to go way off topic here, but we can stay on the Jags for a second. That they because they just look at they they pop out at me here as another team. Is this a place where Cam Newton could potentially end up, or are they riding the uh, Minshew mania here?
1: yeah so i definitely think it's a place he could end up um i think it would be a decent Mm -hmm. fit too um i do look at the jags like a team that could be in the trevor lawrence sweepstakes next year Mm -hmm. um potentially along with the patriots although i don't think we'll tank Mm -hmm. enough for that uh but um yeah i i definitely think it's on the table um we'll see what Minshew does um but it would definitely i think it would help the team yeah um
0: also i I just remembered this. Do you remember seeing there was kind of some rumors that the Jags were trying to trade Leonard Fournette like during the draft or before the draft or something?
1: Yeah, I think we touched on it and I didn't think anything was going to come of it. I mean, there was a ton of stud backs available in this draft Mm. and why would you pay a guy like that that's going to have an expired contract when you can just go draft? Right, right, right. Um,
0: Yeah, no, they they ultimately they didn't trade him, but you know, I always wonder, that's got to feel curious for the player. They're like, oh, they were trying to trade me, but I'm still on the team now, so I don't <laughs> know. I mean, I like Fournette. I mean, he's had some good games. He's had some good moments. Um, we'll see how things work out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, good pick there. So, 10th pick of the draft. This is kind of the guy that I was hoping the Giants would take if they went for an offensive tackle. Um nothing against the guy they did draft but Jedrick Wills Jr from Alabama offensive tackle he goes with the Browns what do you think here smart pick by the Browns protect Baker Mayfield
1: oh my god yeah we yeah. talked about it um i i forget i forget if i had them i might have even had him mock to them i think i did um i'd have to go back and look i'm pretty sure i did actually so great pick great fit um, they needed a, a offensive line bad anyways so um yeah I was happy mm-hmm. they didn't screw this one up like typical Browns fashion, right right and know? I'm
0: starting to see a theme here um it's like all the you know even with the jags and like some of these teams we usually you know give them crap but it's like wow uh, this was like I, I, <laughs> I think we kind of talked about this before the show Jared like the first round I thought teams did a really good job addressing, like, needs and stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. There was a couple head scratches, honestly, later on. Right. But uh, for the most part, I You'll have I to agree. point
0: those out when they come up because uh, I'd love to yeah. hear about those. But, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, again, we don't say it a lot. Even though the, la- the last couple of years, I'll give the- give it to the Browns. I mean, th- there was a point in time a couple of years ago where I just said, "I'm I'm done. I'm done with the Browns. Mem- remember that year where they had like 3000 picks, you know, they even made a f- they made a <laughs> movie Draft Day which was like loosely based on the Browns. You know, it was, I think it was when they were going to draft Johnny Manziel and whoever and it's just like they they had yeah. like 3000 picks and I was like, "You know what? I don't even care because whoever they draft, <laughs> they just screw it up anyway." But I know Adam hates the Browns and he gives Baker Mayfield a lot of crap, which that was kind of a surprising number one pick a couple of years ago. But um, yeah, outside of that, you know, I think they've done pretty good in the draft, you know, the last couple of years, but they also got rid of their GM. So we'll see how the future goes for them, but this was a good pick here. Uh, you know, they, they have all the, they have all the weapons they need, you know, on offense, as far as receivers, running backs go. So, I like it. Invest in your O line. You know, pre- yeah,
1: put it together. Let's right. see it. You right, know? right.
0: A lot. They, hey, they've been a lot of talk and no walks. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll
0: see what happens there. New coach, obviously. Uh, we'll see if he lasts more than two years. But uh, pick 11, you had Makai Beckton, probably the biggest player in the draft. Offensive tackle from Louisville going to the Jets, six foot seven. 364 pounds. I mean, the guy is just an absolute monster. Um, yeah. I mean, some of the negative stuff I saw on him though, Jared, like some scouts were concerned, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to poke fun at the guy. Cause I don't even know if this is true, but I read an article where some scouts, you know, anonymously were saying, Oh, this guy that, you know, we're kind of concerned. He likes food more than he likes football. You know he loves to cook food and all that. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to bury the guy for that. Hey, who doesn't like cooking up some good food? But it, do, do you think <laughs> yep. there's maybe some concern here about him? You know, be being in shape. I mean, the guy is a freaking monster. So
1: he's honestly, if he gets, he's still so young, right, right. man. That. Uh, you know you gotta these guys don't know anything but school and football sure. this is gonna be their job their profession so most will make the change or the necessary changes I think he did have some character concerns I think that's why he mm-hmm. fell physically though I think he was totally um probably more gifted than some of the other guys that went in front of him but um you know here he is I thought it was a great pick honestly by the jets I think I said in in our in our podcast that, you know, instead of going Judy or lamb, which is also a position of need, I think I said that they were going to go, uh, offensive line, which is also a desperate need. So, um, you know, this, this draft was so deep and wide, uh, wide receiver. It almost made sense to do it that way. So, uh, you know, I thought it was a great pick honestly. us. Yeah. And, and, and here's another team that we look at like, Oh, they're going right, to screw right, this right. up. Yep. And, you yep, know, exactly. They, they didn't. Yeah. So. I
0: mean, Hey, um, because I will say, you know, it, it, the one thing you saw with the Jets last year—they brought in Le'Veon Bell, and it was not the Le'Veon Bell that we saw with the Steelers. Okay, okay, yep, he, we get it. He yeah. missed a year of football, but um, this—I think this was addressing that. Like, hey, we need some better run blocking. We need to protect Darnold. Because um, I believe, oh no, he Darnold—he got—he was out last year, but it wasn't. Uh, football related, he had um, what the hell did he come down with? Mono? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah,
1: so, yeah. I think he missed the first four, or five the first, games. Probably four, three or uh, four games. But poor uh, what?
0: Trevor Simeon was filling in, and he got absolutely killed. Um, have yep. to check in and see how he's doing. I don't even know if he's on a team. He might have, may have ended up somewhere, but. Uh yeah, they, they, they need a pick like this. They need better blocking, so he's the big guy to do it. Moving on to pick twelve, you got Henry Ruggs. This is Adam's uh number one rookie fantasy receiver. This is Adam has him breaking out being the number one in Oakland, although Jared has a different take on that. But what do you, what do you yeah. think about Henry Ruggs here going to uh not only going to the Raiders <laughs> But he gets drafted a few spots ahead of his teammate, Jerry Judy, who who got a lot of hype. So what do you think about this?
1: So, I mean, I thought this was honestly a typical Raider <laughs> pick. I mean, yep. we've seen them draft you said the fastest guy on the field pretty much every time they get a shot to do it. Whether it's the right decision or not, it's always the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have him as my top wide receiver on the board thing is though, he brings a whole different dynamic with that speed. So he's better to a football team than your fantasy Mm -hmm. roster, um, stretching the field, you know, spreading everything Mm -hmm. out that that's huge value. So, um, you know, it makes sense that he went high. If I was Oakland, I probably wouldn't have taken him. Um, I definitely would have went with the other two. They're just, um, better overall prospects in my opinion, Um, but I will say this with that pick, they got their burner, um, with future picks that they made, they kind of filled in the holes. Brian Edwards is a big physical receiver. Um, he, he's going to beat you in the Mm. slot. He's going to beat you out wide. Um, you can throw it up to him. He'll go get it. He's a physical freak. And he broke out at such a young age. I honestly, fantasy wise, I'm all over him over rugs, um, although there's a, there's a huge rugs falling. Yeah. Too, so, but uh, yeah, I, I think it was a, I would give the pick if I had to grade it, I'd probably say a C minus. Inter-
0: okay. I didn't love interesting. it. Um, yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised, but then again, not surprised for the reasons you mentioned, uh, the Raiders historically go for the fastest guy in the draft. And that's exactly who this guy is. Yep. Um, I forget the exact 40 time, but I believe he ran the fastest 40 at the combine.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it yep. was 4 to 8 So,
0: you know, Al Davis was smiling somewhere. This this is like Al Davis made this pick, you know. Um,
1: so Absolutely.
0: He, he's smiling somewhere. Uh, keep in mind, the Raiders also did sign Nelson Aguilar. Um, you know, he's not going to go out there and, and beat Julio Jones, but you know, kind of a slot experienced guy, uh, slot receiver with experience. Um, but this will be, this will be interesting. Um, some analysts have like kind of compared this guy rugs to Tyreek Hill. You know, we'll see how that plays out. Sometimes being the fastest guy doesn't make you the best football player, but coming from a very good program yeah. in Alabama. So we'll see how it goes out, you know, but. We're keeping an eye on your guy Brian Edwards. Who who, um, that'll be like? We'll have to do like a little side thing between you and Adam because he's got rugs. You got Edwards. How that plays out, but
1: (laughs) I'll yeah, yeah, I'll take that back in PPR.
0: Uh, Pick thirteen. You had Tristan Wurst, the other big name tackle, going to the Bucks. I thought this was a great pick. Uh, smart pick being hey the Bucs, you know, they brought in Brady. They're obviously they're going all in. They want to win a Super Bowl. You gotta protect the guy. Um this guy had a lot of lot of good positive hype about him going into the draft. What do you think about Tristan Wirse? You know, he actually fell out of the top ten, so Bucks must have been happy to get him here at thirteen. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my yeah. God. He was my number right. one ranked right. uh, O-line, honestly. And uh, t- to get him, they're so, so fortunate that they, d- they just got so lucky. And uh, really, it was such a team need. Um, that organization just uh, – I'll give them credit. They really are doing the right stuff to make sure that Brady has the best chance possible to, you know, give them a ship. Every pick they made pretty much had that in mind, whereas, like – you know, you'd have Brady on the Pats. You'd have a great team, and Bills mm-hmm. taking second round right. kickers and stuff. Just like, you know, doesn't doesn't care, doesn't put the mm-hmm. picks where they always need to go. Yeah, that that all kind of out the window. But Bucks had a great draft. Honestly, they were probably one of my best ranked teams. They they hit pretty much every position they need, and um, you know took mm-hmm. value all across the board. So thought they did really um, well. Jerry real
0: quick, who was who was the running back that the Bucks drafted in this draft? Yeah, and what
1: Keyshawn Bond because we were of kinda saying
0: the whole the whole thing about the Bucks was oh well they got Brady now they got Gronk they got the receivers um, we know Donald Jones who I kind of had hope for last year I don't know if he's going to be the guy but this running back they drafted what do we know about him is this a good was this a good pick for them is it going to fill some of that void they're missing at running back.
1: So it, it definitely is. It, it, it's a great pick. He's a SEC running back. Um, he's played for a, a good team in Vanderbilt. Um, he's well-rounded. He's mm-hmm. big. He's physical. He's a one-cut runner. Uh, he can catch it. He can pass block. Um, I'd say really the biggest knock on him coming out is just his age, his draft age. He's 23 years old. Most mm-hmm. of these guys getting drafted are 21 um, your your apex age for running backs today is twenty five and a half. So I mean, you don't have too much, mm-hmm. you know, time left, I would say, if you look at it from an average's standpoint. But I mean, where they took him, um, it was a complete need and um I think he gives them a piece that they didn't mm-hmm. have in in Rojo and Dare. So Yeah, um, seems uh, like I they have really um, like the pick.
0: You know, really filled out their roster on the offensive side of the ball. So yeah, I think they had a great draft overall. Um they had some other good picks that we'll talk about later. Um but yeah, you know, hey, again, they 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 got a position um a couple positions in need here. Obviously getting worse at 13 and then the running back later on. So uh tip the hat to the Bucks there. So moving on to pick 14 here. Javon Kinlaw, South Carolina defensive tackle. Um another guy who looks like an absolute beast um going <laughs> going to a team coming off a super bowl appearance that was known for the strength of their d-line so if you if you didn't think the niners could get better on the defensive side of the football uh they may have found a way to do it with drafting this guy i mean although adam didn't mention i think there was one guy that they lost uh, armstead maybe went to the colts but
1: Yeah, they did. They actually traded him for that pick and then basically drafted his replacement, mm-hmm. um, which is cheaper, younger. So I loved it. Just shrewd maneuvering, um, knowing what's available in the draft. And I thought it was great. I thought they crossed yeah. it with that, I mean, that trade they, you that know, pick. they just, everything. their D
0: line. I mean, keep in mind, if it, if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes, like they were extremely close to winning the Super Bowl and pretty much got there on the wings of their defense. Yeah. And they, you know, and- uh, both. Uh, <laughs> Um, who's the other guy they got there? Like Buckner or something.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and don't forget, they also That's decided right. Trent Williams. That's right.
0: Yeah. They're there. They would they want, they want to make another run,
1: here, which is what, a...
0: what it looks like. Um, but this guy, yeah, um, this absolutely. Guy, Kinlaw, he doesn't look like a guy I'd want to go up against. I'll tell you that much. He just, he's an absolute beast. Um, <laughs> And I don't think he could ask to land in a better spot in yeah. the situation of that defense right now. So we'll see how it plays out with him. Uh go ahead.
1: And, mm-hmm. and I, I give San Fran credit real quick too. Um, you know, they had two first round picks right. here. That's so right. or uh so they paid- So they used them perfectly too. I thought a lot of us had them mocking a wide receiver with that first pick, but they realized that they could get a wide receiver they really like with their second pick. So Mm -hmm. um take the better defensive player with the first pick. Yeah. So I think it all worked out great uh, for them. We're
0: at pick fifteen now. We'll we'll kind of try to go a little quick through the rest of these. I mean, there is a couple big names left on the list here. Um and then we'll get into (laughs) some other NFL news. But yeah. I know I mean we can't we can't move on without mentioning Jerry Judy. So this is like the Alabama receiver who we thought may go off the board first. Uh, but he ends up going to the Denver Broncos here. Great pick. Um, you know, they have Drew Locke, the young quarterback. They kind of need some weapons there. Um, some say, you know, he he's a very, you know, one of the most polished route running receivers in the draft. What do you think about the Broncos taking him at 15 here?
1: Yep. So I, I like the pick a lot. I thought it was a great fit. I thought um, out of those big three mm-hmm. receivers we were talking about in the previous mocks, I thought that him and rugs were probably the best fit for the team um, and team need. Um, so they pretty much got their route runner. Um, Sutton's going to be there, you know, uh, deep threat. You go mm-hmm. up and get it, your physical guy. Um, and then they also added another weapon mm-hmm. to um, in KJ Hamler. So I think that loading drew lock up with weapons and um i like to see it i, I like the landing spot yeah uh, um so i think from could what be i really read, good there the
0: number one player on the broncos board and you know when you have pick 15 there's a good chance your guy's not going to be there but they were able to land him so good for them um uh, add another weapon for drew Locke. so yeah pick 16 you got aj terrell cornerback out of clemson going to the falcons um you know, I mean, it is the Falcons, so who cares? But I will say again, you know, again, team of the <laughs> first round. I guess it's a pretty good pick for them. Um, you know, they they need a corner. He's he's coming from a great program, a national championship uh, caliber program. You know, they've been making the appearances over the last few years. Um, and they, I believe, the Falcons got rid of Desmond Trufant, so I guess it makes sense. For them to go corner here, you like that pick, Jared?
1: I do. I actually had them taking. I believe I don't have it in front of me. I think I had them taking C.J. Henderson. So uh, same position. I thought it was definitely a big need. Um, There's a couple other guys that I probably ranked higher than Terrell, mm. but mm. Um, you know, go get your guy. Um, I can think of two or three yeah. that went in this round that I had ranked higher. But um,
0: yeah, yeah. So the next, next pick, pick. Uh, if anybody watches, you know, Undisputed with um Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless is a huge Cowboys fan. Um, he's and I believe he's actually a huge Oklahoma fan. So, you know, he he's co- obviously you know a little biased. He's calling this like the Cowboys won the draft. They stole CD Lamb. Um, because c- <laughs> a few picks later, you got the Eagles picking, which it was like. They end up drafting a receiver. We'll talk about that in a second. Maybe they would have taken C.D. Lamb, but to see him fall all the way to twenty-one, eh? I don't know. Yeah. Even him falling to seventeen is crazy. But I, I, you know, I thought this was interesting, Jared, because the Cowboys um, record-wise, they failed last year, but the offensive production, you know, on looking at it on paper, it was good. They had Amari Cooper. They had Michael Gallup, who also kind of broke out last year. And now you're going to add C.D. Lamb, uh, who's yeah. had a great college career at Oklahoma. What do you think about this pick here, Jared? And do you think it's a good fit in Dallas?
1: So I do. I was a little surprised he fell that far. I mean, for that reason, um, he was my number one wank- ranked wide receiver going into this. So uh, him falling to them was just yeah. a match made in heaven in my eyes. Um, mm. th- they're so lucky that he fell there. And uh, they're lucky they didn't have to trade up to get him. I know they didn't even interview him or talk to him because they didn't think he would be there, which in hindsight was probably a huge mistake um, from their management. But um, getting a guy like this at that pick, I mean, we've seen – Wide receivers go top five, top 10. Corey Davis comes to mind from Mm -hmm. the Titans. I think he was like the number four pick. Yeah. Total bum. And I mean, Mm -hmm. this kid's just a decorated stud. So, uh, they're just lucky to get them. I felt like, honestly, the luckiest draft is 100% the Dallas Cowboys. No doubt about it. I felt like every pick they had in the first three rounds was just an absolute steal.
0: Yeah, uh, starting uh, no pun intended, right but you kind of feel that the stars align for the Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, I mean, like, how do you see it, fitting, um, you know, with with Amari Cooper in Gallup? <laughs>
1: So, I think right now, I mean, other than Jerry kicking himself a little right. bit for giving that money that quickly to Coop, um, you know, I don't think he ever anticipated mm-hmm. it. Obviously, they didn't interview him, but uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, you put Lamb with a guy um, and a team like this, there's so much firepower here. Right, right, uh, right. Who, who are you going to cover? You know what I mean? Um, I think, it, honestly, everyone can eat. And I I honestly think you put C.D. Lamb in Mm -hmm. one-on-one coverage, you're done. So, uh, I think out of these three wide receivers, um, the one that probably takes the biggest hit would be Gallup in my eyes. Uh, I still think Lamb and Coop is a dangerous pairing right there. Um, Um, Gallup did have a pretty
0: good um, – he had a pretty good season last year, though, but we'll see. I mean – Dallas has been missing, you know, that third Absolutely receiver. Did. I know they had Randall Cobb in there uh, last year, but I don't think they kept him. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, good pick for Dallas. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump to pick 21 here, Jared, just to just to build off where we are. Uh, okay. So then the Eagles come up at 21, and they take a receiver, Jalen Ragor. So wide receiver out of TCU um, I'm friends with a couple people that are Eagles fans and they were they were like upset about this pick um, at least at least this one kid in particular and I was trying to tell him I was trying to tell him hey listen you know, right, oh my you God. know he's not CD he you know he's not the big name CD lamb or um, Henry Ruggs or Judy but all I heard is positive things about this kid. Um And you look at the Eagles last year, by the end of the season, they're basically throwing to practice squad players, nothing against those guys. I mean, Hey, it's easy for us to, to sit here and, you know, and, and criticize these guys. At the end of the day, um all these guys are pretty good to make it to the NFL to begin with, but it's, ironically i'm talking about this I have absolutely work on in the background and they're literally talking about this guy it says rookie wide receiver jalen ragor is in the best fantasy situation going to the eagles what do you think about this jared
1: yeah so i actually love the pick and um i've been hearing a lot of grief yeah, from too. this these philly fan base loyals uh throughout these picks, and I'll, let me set something straight. They're absolutely wrong. Um, not only is Rager one of the best receivers in this draft, um, he's, he's probably one of the most versatile. He is so explosive. This guy didn't mm-hmm. even get a chance though uh, in college. If you back up and you watch mm-hmm. his film, I mentioned it in another podcast, he had six different wide receivers, uh, wow. quarterbacks. He was playing with backups of backups. He had no talent thrown to him and he still broke out and Mm -hmm. and when I say broke out the metrics uh you know that are reached these are metrics that Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs didn't even accomplish so um you know as as far as I'm seeing it Rager is probably one of the best fits one of the best picks um I love it top to bottom he's going to be great for them and he can return to Remember the old days with Deshaun oh, Jackson yeah. and his punt and kick returns. You're gonna get that in. You're gonna get that in this guy. This yeah, guy's a monster. I, I, I can never forget fast. that. Um, so
0: being a Giants fan, you know that punt return Deshaun Jackson. I think it was ten years ago. I feel like I see it, it comes up like once or twice a year on social media, and I still remember watching that play. I'm like, don't punt it to Deshaun Jackson. Of course they do, and the rest is history. But <laughs> I'm with you, Jared. I mean, hey, obviously yep. I hate the Eagles, but, you know, when they were showing his highlights after they selected him, I was like, wow, you know, this kid looks pretty good. And, again, they need a receiver, so it makes sense to me, Put it, you know?
1: Yeah. They, they've literally had no stability at that position. Alshon's been the most stable thing, and he's on the field 50% of the time since they've got him. So it's like, come on, th- this guy – but what are you going to knock him on his size? Mm. It doesn't matter. He can go up and get it on anyone. So um he, he's just so well-rounded and polished. Wait till he puts on pads. His play speed yeah. is phenomenal. So soon, soon as yeah, he gets out I, there, and, uh, he's going to shine. He
0: actually did bring Deshaun Jackson back last year, but he only lasted about a game. Um, it was funny because I don't know if you remember this, Jared. Yep. It was like the first week. The first week of the season last year, uh buddy of mine in my fantasy league, he had he had like Deshaun Jackson, um, Sammy Watkins, uh, and somebody else. They all went nuts week one and had like 50 points. And, that you know, I was like, oh, my God, he's got the best team yep. in the league. And I don't even think Deshaun Jackson played another game. And Sammy Watkins kind of fell off from a fantasy perspective too, but – uh, it's just funny. So, yeah, they, they need a receiver, good pick for them. Um, now, the next pick here, yep. a- another interesting pick here. You have Justin Jefferson, another wide receiver, LSU going to the Vikings. I love this pick. I think it's a great fit being that Stefan Diggs just left there. Uh, he's coming off a great season at LSU, Obviously, obviously played with Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrow. Um, great pick by the Vikings here. I think, what do you think, Jared?
1: I absolutely love yeah, this pick too. and I love the fit. Um, maybe, but, maybe the Eagles fans were a little right. upset. They didn't walk away with Jefferson, but honestly, I think Rager was a better fit for the Eagles. And I think Jefferson was mm-hmm. the perfect fit for Minnesota. Not only does he step into the digs role, mm-hmm. um, he's versatile. He can run every route. He can go up and get it. He can play big slot. I honestly think he's the most perfect big slot mm-hmm. um, wide receiver in the draft. He's, th- he's that good. Um, so I just love it. I think, honestly, you want to talk about a wide receiver leading the, uh, you know, the league and fantasy points for rookies. Mm-hmm. That's your pick yeah, right be, there. Justin Jefferson.
0: Uh, to be honest, he was one call, of my favorite him. receivers in this draft. And for him to fall to twenty-two, I mean, again, that's just a steal. Um and I, I, I agree hundred percent what you said. Yep. I you know I would probably say like me personally, I would take Jefferson over, over Rager. Um, but maybe you're right. Maybe the fit is better. Like Rager on the Eagles, Jefferson on the Vikings Something feels right about it, you know. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. But um great absolute Vikings. Uh let's see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump jump over to the 49ers pick at 25, Jared. Because I thought this was interesting. I get, just to stay on the theme here, another receiver who the Niners said this guy was the number one receiver on their board. Now you keep in mind this is a team coming off a Super Bowl appearance um that has some pretty good receivers but brandon Ayuk from arizona state um so he must have played with Nikhil harry then am i right yeah for one season okay so he did for one again, season like hey, yep. they show his highlights um yep. looks good and it makes sense being that they lose emmanuel sanders uh, i believe he went to the saints they lose Marquise Goodwin. He's out of there. He went somewhere else. Uh, actually, actually, yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah,
1: so he Eagles went to the Eagles. Actually, set,
0: but you know, they got a good draft pick. They got Marquise Goodwin. Uh, they got. Uh, I, I was going to say they got another guy, Jalen Hurts. Bring it up, Jared, because um, I, I want to. Yeah, I want to get into that after we. Oh, I'll get this into draft it. Draft thing, because <laughs> um, there's there's a lot of lot of talk about that, but. Anyway, good pick for the Niners here. Um, Another weapon, you know, for Jimmy Garoppolo, kind of replaced that Sanders role. I mean, Marquise Goodwin didn't really play last year anyway. So that's not a huge, yeah, it's not a huge loss there. But
1: uh,
0: what do you think? Did, Did you like this pick here for the Niners?
1: So I did like it. I uh, I definitely didn't have him close to my number one receiver on the board. Um, I comp him to kind of like a T.Y. Hilton. Um, you know, he's a speedster. He's a glider. He can really fly down the field. Um, I think he's a nice compliment to Debo, honestly. Debo's good um, short yeah, intermediate routes. He's good, uh, you know, slants, deep stuff. So Yeah. I thought it was a good fit. And, uh, we touched on it earlier, you know, they, they took their defensive end and then they literally went and, Uh you know, took the wide receiver with the second pick. There was a couple other guys they could have took, they could have took like a T Higgins or a Pittman or a Mims. Um, but, uh, yeah, hey is a good receiver. I think he'll do well um, there. It's amazing um, the Niners
0: coming off a Super Bowl appearance. They get two picks in this first round, and, and they you know pretty much land two studs. I mean, hey, the rich <laughs> get richer, I guess. But, good, I mean, good good for them, you know?
1: It's Yeah, uh, I give credit to John Lynch and the management. Absolutely. They know what they're um, doing.
0: So, this next pick. I was, I kind of wanted to get to this because here's where things get interesting. You got the Green Bay Packers with the 26th pick in the draft. Now, <laughs> keep in mind, quietly, the Green Bay Packers, a first year head coach last year, Matt LaFleur. So Mike McCarthy left, they bring in Matt LaFleur. NFC championship appearance in his first year, they go 13 and three uh they they go 14 and 4 if you count the playoffs so with that, that 14 and 4 record they lost to San Fran twice so they lost you know they lost to a super bowl team twice you know T- take San Fran out of it they're 14 and 2 mm-hmm. against the rest of the league so you're thinking okay um, even Aaron Rodgers said before the draft you know hey it'd be cool if we went out and got a skill guy like another receiver because we talked about this on the last episode, outside of Devonte Adams, I mean they're kind of just like throwing scratch ticket guys out there and seeing what hits. Um, instead, yeah, they draft a quarterback, Jordan Love, out of Utah State. Um, a lot of hype behind this kid. I know some people said, "Oh, the Patriots should draft him," and all this. Uh, by the way, we the Patriots traded out of the first round. Um, you know, which which has seemed. Typical, yeah, no surprise there, but <laughs> typical. Anyways, so now the story is Jordan Love goes to the Packers, and if you watched, you know, all the sports shows and stuff, it's like, oh, they don't love Aaron Rodgers. They, you know, even Adams saying it, oh, Rodgers will be gone after next year, and it's like, wow. Uh, but deja vu. It's kind of like when they drafted Rodgers and Brett Flyer was around the same age. So, what what do you think about this pick? Jared. And do you think, are they setting up the, the, the exit door here for Aaron Rodgers?
1: Oh yeah. I think it's definitely a sign of things to come. I think, uh, Rodgers is at the end of the rope. I think new, new, new coach, um, you know, I think he's going to want to do things his way. And Rodgers has been running the show mm-hmm. for so long and they're getting nowhere. So, uh, I can kind of see it, but at the same time, I don't really love right. the pick because you got Rodgers now. You know, you don't try to win with him. I would have – if it were me, I right, would have got him right. help. He needs help desperately. Uh, a Mims pick, a Pittman pick. There were so many – Higgins. There were so many guys here that they could have taken yeah. that could have really it doesn't helped doesn't them more. Sense. And, uh, you know, they honestly had um, – <sighs> my least favorite draft. They had the worst draft in my eyes. They literally didn't really get much team need. It seems like they're just completely reshaping everything. So I don't know really what they're building on. They're yeah, just kind of taking like guys. To you know, take
0: they may be headed in a new direction here. And it's just, it's a weird situation because all you ever hear about Aaron Rodgers is how good he is. You know, nobody throws the football better. This is like, if God created a quarterback, like this is who it is. Um, Hey, yeah, I you know, and I get it. The guy's unbelievable, um, but you kind of saw it. You kind of started to see it last year because, like, for the I drafted Aaron Rodgers in my fantasy league for the first time um, only because I drafted Devonte Adams. So I'm like, all right, let me stack him. This will be awesome. And it was like, well, Adams got yeah. hurt, and all of a sudden, basically, the Packers became a run team. <laughs> like, I, I I was actually thinking, okay, new coach. Like, Rodgers got McCarthy out of there. I was kind of thinking, like, Rodgers was going to run the show. Like, he was going to be calling the plays at the line. Like, it didn't really seem like that was the case. Um, They, they, I mean, Aaron Jones had a great year. Um, Even the backup, Jamal Williams, had some good games. Um, Later on in this draft, they go and draft A.J. Dillon, another running back from B.C., um, so it's like man They're just becoming like this power run Football team I don't know Maybe they're looking at it like we don't You know we don't need Rodgers anymore He's getting old I don't know I mean we Nobody knows what goes on behind Closed doors there has There has been rumors about him and LaFleur being yeah. not Seeing eye to eye um, I don't know this This to me was like the, the s- Strangest pick of the draft But you know, and for Jordan Love, too, that's got to be a tough situation to go into. Wouldn't you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. And um, for them, too, I mean, the yeah, the poor kid, you know, he best day of his life. And then he's coming into, yeah. like, a fan base that's just up in arms. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it is unfortunate. But, I mean, at the same time, you look at Green Bay, it's like, mm-hmm. why don't you trade mm-hmm. back a little bit and get an extra pick? You know what I mean? You probably could have got him in the first still. Um, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. I think. Yeah, it's looking like. Uh, that. I think I the mean, end is near. So
0: there's probably there's a lot of other teams that would like Rogers. It's but we'll, it's gotta be, be. The next year too. two will be interesting to see how it plays out. Um. So, yeah, yeah.
1: We'll give. <laughs> Pat yeah, will give up a first round pick next year for maybe that
0: would be something to see. Um. <laughs> so. That brings us to, like, we're kind of near the end of the first round here, Jared. Do you want to touch on anybody from 27 to 32?
1: Uh, uh Yeah, you want to rattle sure. off the teams. Um, so 27, I'll, I'll you, you have quick. Jordan
0: Brooks. He's an outside linebacker. Texas Tech goes to the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't know much about him, but I like the Seahawks building defense here. That's kind of was their M.O., but what do you think?
1: I... Yeah, I heard he was their guy, but I had him as like a mid to end of the second grade. Okay. Um, the but, next pick, I yeah. actually love this Who pick. was the next uh, pick?
0: 28, you got Patrick Queen from LSU. Uh, line Linebacker going to the Ravens. Oh my love God, I pick. love this it. This kid had a phenomenal season. Um, national champion, obviously, and pl- played his best in the biggest games and going to a team that you know they they they've always been known as a defensive team, I guess, but they they kind of came came to life here offensively this year and doing all these crazy things with Lamar Jackson and the run game. But I like it, like building the run game, build the defense. Patrick Queen, phenomenal linebacker. I think it's a good fit for the Ravens. Uh, you would agree with that, Jared.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love that pick. Baltimore always crushes it in the draft, and this year was no different. They they literally hit on just about every pick. I thought they got great value pretty much on every pick. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Queen Dobbins, Duvernay, guys. a all buddy those of mine guys, that's a Ravens fan. Because
0: um, so. we actually skipped over Kenneth Murray went twenty third to the Chargers, Oklahoma linebacker. Uh, my buddy, who's a Ravens fan, he really wanted them to take yep. Murray, um, but when they got Queen, I was like, "Dude, I, you guys might have got the guy, man." You know what? What? What do you think? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I like both of those players a lot, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's tough to tell at this point. Yeah, but same, I mean, same. I, 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 I like I think Queen a, a ton. I, I think.
0: Uh, pick twenty nine, Isaiah Wilson, offensive yep. tackle, Georgia goes to the Titans. Uh, hey, they love to run the ball, so why not get some linemen, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and that was something uh, I think we mentioned in one of the pods. I think I said that they needed a uh, an old lineman here to replace, um, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, what's his I, name uh, that they just lost to yeah, the they Brown. Lost,
0: I forget his name, but yeah, he's gone. But uh, uh, yeah, hey, good pick for them. I mean, they you know. Titans ran the ball like 40 times a game in the playoffs, so... And they're sticking with Tannenhill, so it looks like they may be doing that again, so it's a good pick there. Uh, pick 30. Here's the Dolphins again on the board. They take a cornerback out of Auburn. Uh, forgive me if I butcher this guy's name. Noah Igbenog- Igbenogany? Is something? Yeah, I don't know. His, his, his last name is a spelling bee, but...
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, good player position a need. Um, I thought it was a good pick, honestly.
0: So yeah, I, I really like what they draft. did, They're honestly, in this draft side of the ball. Um, pick thirty-one. You got another cornerback off the board, Jeff Gladney from TCU, going to the Vikings. They lost Xavier Rhodes It makes sense. We need to fill that spot. Uh, you like you like that pick there?
1: Yep. I do, and I had him going right about there anyways. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely fills a position of need. Uh, so, um, last I like the pick, pick of
0: the first round. Now, I wanted to get to this because I thought this was very interesting. Uh, so you had the Chiefs on the clock here, the, you know, defending Super Bowl champions, last pick in the first round. They end up going with a running back here. Now, yep. leading up to the draft, you know, when it came to running backs, it was always – you know, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift. You know, those were kind of the three big names that we were here and toss around. Now, the yep. chief throw a wrench and all that. Uh, by the way, I want to say I'm glad at least one team took a running back in the first round. Uh, we talked about it, Jared. Like, we love running backs. You know, they they don't get yeah. to love um, – that they probably should be you know it's a short shelf life in the nfl i get it um yeah you know most it's like,
1: leveraged position in football you, you know by far. E-
0: even there's some people that criticize the giants taking barkley but 10 out of 10 times if i would have taken him like I-, I love having a good running back um but you know hey every team has its yeah. own own scheme but Anyway, the Chiefs don't take one of those big three names. They end up taking uh, running back from LSU, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't know too much about him other than, you know, kind of seeing him in the national championship game where he played good. But as soon as they started showing his highlights, when the Chiefs took him, I was like, okay, this makes sense. You know, he caught a lot of passes there. Um, he's, he looks, he looks, you know, pretty damn quick, you know, quick cuts. Funny, he's hub on NFL Network now as we're talking about him. That's right. Um, he looks good, man. Like they have, you know, the Chiefs aren't exactly a power run team. You know, they got Damian Williams, but outside of that, I mean, Deshaun McCoy's leaving. I mean, th- I mean, hey, this guy's got to be pumped, right? Going to an offense with Pat Mahomes, Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champs. Uh, were you surprised? Was this guy? on your board for a first-round
1: pick, Jared? Yeah. Oh, my God, no. Oh. I was totally, totally floored by it. Um, he was my fifth-ranked mm-hmm. back. I had Cam Akers ahead of him, too. And uh, yeah, I I loved his film. He had a great year. They won the national championship. I think he had 55 right, right. receptions, That's why which I was like a record for him. So I'm like, all right, um, the
0: Chiefs love to pass. You know,
1: yeah, but at the same time, that being said, when I graded out these backs just doing my, uh, you know, fantasy research, um, I thought he was the most landing spot dependent out of all of them. And, and basically, leading up into that, um, you know, my dynasty league, I got the 101, which is the first pick of the rookies. I knew who I was going, Jonathan Taylor, the whole time up until that pick was made. And then it was about 72 hours of just, going back and forth on what I was going to do because honestly it was a great fit for him. I just didn't, I just didn't see him being a first round pick. Um, obviously when you take a guy that high, you got big intentions for him. Um, you get him for five years. That's another bonus with taking a guy in the first round opposed to four. Um, but i mean perfect scenario for this player i mean there the other guys are are better complete backs that don't have physical limitations this guy's this guy's 57 but mm-hmm. um you know he's a great running back so i thought i just thought uh it was a great fit total shocker though and i will say after that 72 hours of just wavering going back yep. and forth i took yeah. my guy jonathan taylor i didn't let that bother me yeah and, no uh, i think everybody I was surprised it, so. here
0: Um, like I said, just because he wasn't one of those, you know, top three or four names you heard for running backs, but I mean, Hey, if they think it's a fit, you know, I mean at this point I I actually said, I said, well, I can't question the chiefs. I mean, they drafted Patrick Mahomes, so, you know, got, got to give them some credit, right? Yeah.
1: I, I, Absolutely. And I will say this, the praise that this kid's getting, the hype train on this kid, he's got some massive shoes to step into. Cause not oh, only yeah. are they calling him Westbrook right. 2.0, they're calling him, uh, you know, they're saying, he, they're saying he's better. They're saying that Patrick Mahomes handpicked him for the pick, all this stuff. So it's like, you know, he better show up and show out cause uh, yeah, so there's a lot of people thinking he's while gone, we're on so. it. We'll
0: talk about those other couple backs. Um, who we thought may get drafted ahead of this guy. Uh, so, who was the next back here taken off the board? I know the Lions took DeAndre Swift at thirty-five. Was he the next? Was he the next one?
1: Yeah, he, yeah, he was the next one, and um, that pick surprised me a little bit too. Honestly, I thought they were going to go, and uh, you know, Swift's a great back. I just thought he was kind of more the same or what they already had Um, in carry on. Maybe they just hate carry on and don't believe in him and they're just starting over. But I figured they would have got someone to compliment him, not replace him, you know? And I look at him more like a replacement than anything. Um, Yeah. They
0: did. You're right. They did draft carry on Johnson uh, a year or two ago, but this year, this past season, they had like a running back carousel going. I think, Carry on Johnson got hurt, or he was out for a lot of the year, he came back at the end. Um,
1: at, at... Yeah, Carry right, right. missed back to back half season. So, um, you know, I guess durability is an issue. But, uh, you know, I don't hate the pick. It's, I, I figured that they were going to do something like right. an A.J. Dillon in like the third round or, you know, second round. Well, I- Late I remember second, by but, uh, the end of the season, you know, it's like we got
0: handoffs to like Bo Scarborough. Um, yeah, Ty. Oh, my Johnson, God. Any, and it was like anyone that could hold know the ball. It's funny being in the fantasy leagues, everybody would be like rushing to pick these guys up and they would just basically suck. But uh, <laughs> maybe they're looking for some consistency at the position. Um, I like DeAndre Swift. I mean, if he stays healthy, you know, I think he could be pretty good. But um, we haven't, yeah
1: yeah a couple a couple, a couple picks in this range I yep. should probably mention T yep. Higgins to Cincinnati great pick uh, you know get burrow another young weapon love that um, Michael Pittman to Indy yep. love this I think it's a great sneaky pick he could wow. be he could okay. be like the right. next Michael yeah, yeah, Thomas yeah. for them not to like but that's that, you know that
0: could be the ceiling put in big for shoes
1: him. but I yeah, yeah, he's he's a great player, and I think it's a great mm-hmm. fit. Yeah, um, and, and putting uh, him there. So, you know, we get Philip Rivers crap so.
0: because he was kind of bad last year. But I mean, it is Phillip Rivers. He knows how to play quarterback. He's been in the league for like 20 years. So, uh, hopefully, a good situation for Pittman. Um,
1: so, after that Pittman pick, I will say this too um, they did mm-hmm. make another offensive pick shortly after um essentially yep. they traded up to knock down jonathan taylor they looked at it like he slid way too far and he was way too talented to be there so uh they moved up they knocked him down i think it was one of the best fits i think it's equally as good of a mm-hmm. fit as clyde edwards is in kc um that old line is absolutely is dangerous they're one of the best old lines in football and J- jt is a straight horse um, so Darren, i want to ask you he's going to be dominant
0: so- you know uh, some of the comparisons I've heard they're comparing Jonathan Taylor to like Saquon Barkley um but also let's not forget about Marlon Mack like he had a pretty pretty good season um in Indy like you know he was like a top five six seven I don't know where but he was like a top fantasy back um
1: Yeah, he, w- he was definitely solid. Right. I think he broke 1,000 yards rushing last year. But, you know, he still has a year left on his deal. Um, you know, he's going to be a free agent. And, um, you know, it's one of those things in, fo- in, in the draft. You know, if, if a player falls to you that's that talented, you almost have to take him. And, you know, nothing against him or, or him not producing in that role. I think it's just they found a cheaper, better, younger, you know, player that can step in and. Make the team better so I think it's A no-brainer and yeah uh, The comps mm-hmm. range from pretty much Saquon to Chubb and uh, You know I think his floor is Nick Chubb and I think his ceiling Is Saquon so if that Puts yeah. him in a pretty good uh, range for you that's it, where it I got It seems like a
0: great fit I'm curious to see How that backfield situation Plays itself out um, I do want To mention one other pick that was in this Round uh, actually a couple Other picks but So this would be in the second round. The Giants end up taking Xavier McKinney, Alabama safety. Some call him the best safety in the draft. I thought, I thought again, Gettleman takes a lot of crap. This was a great pick. Um, If you watch the Giants last year, the secondary was getting absolutely toasted. Um, I love (laughs) Antoine Bethea. Like he's been a great veteran. If you know who he is, he was on the Cardinals for years, but, you know he's like forty years yeah. old or something. So they, you know, they had lost Landon Collins. They got Antoine Bethea. They do have Jabril Peppers, who I like. Um, but a lot of people had this had this kid pegged um, as the best safety in the draft. Do You like this pick for the Giants, Jared? Yeah.
1: Oh my God. I love that pick. And he, he totally fell. I, I had him as a first round grade. I think the problem was safety is just one of them, one of those positions that are a little bit less sexy. So I think like, you know, towards the end of the draft, people were prioritizing like the defensive tackles, defensive ends, stuff like that. Um, And really, you know, it was almost, uh to his despair but he landed in you know, what's spot, funny because so, just looking at i love it, Jared, that pick, it's like honestly. the
0: giants started a trend here because they I, I believe he was the first safety off the board and then the very i, I think so I, i'd have to go back and look around was one, he but,
1: wow mm, was he ahead of yes del he was because del pick goes
0: to the browns about 10 picks later yeah. and then so so you got mckinney okay um at pick 36 goes to the Giants. The very next pick. So I'm thinking if the Giants didn't take him here, were the Patriots going to take him with the next pick? Cause they end up taking Kyle Duggar division two safety from Lenore Ryan. Hey, props to him division two all the way to the second round of the draft. Um, naturally in a bill Belichick fashion, like a guy nobody's ever heard of. Um, how
1: how do you feel about this picture yeah so i think they might have gone mckinney if he was still available but honestly i love this kid he no one knew about him i heard some hype about him like a month prior to the draft that he was climbing up boards and he was getting recognition and then um i think about a week or two before the draft um I was looking at someone's mock and they had him in the first and I was like, are you kidding me? The hype train. So I went in, I watched some of his video. I like him a lot. Actually. I think he's going to be a great player. Could we have gotten him a little later? Maybe, but, uh, you know, I don't hate it. I think he's actually going to be a player. So I think people right now, if you're a Pats fan, you're just, you're just tortured every year in the draft. So we don't really expect too much. And, uh, this is just one of those picks. Yeah. You're gonna have hey, to mean, wait. Again, you are know, gonna people, have to wait and see on it. I know you some know, people
0: are like, "Oh my god, like who is this guy?" But it's like, hey, you know, the the, the best player in Pat's history, and you know, arguably, people say the goat. And when it comes to NFL quarterbacks, Tom Brady, they got him in what the sixth round was it? Six round draft. So you never know. Um, yeah, one ninety nine. Tony Romo, undrafted free agent. I mean, there's a bunch of guys. Go down the list. That end up having great careers that maybe you never heard of, came from a small school, etc. But uh Belichick obviously did his homework on this guy, so uh we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but yeah, then you had Grant Delpit a couple picks later, goes to the Browns. LSU safety. Probably a good pick for them. And then the very next pick, Antoine Winfield Jr. from Minnesota, uh Goes to the Bucks, another safety. So you start seeing, you start seeing, yeah. His dad actually played in the league too. Love it. Back on the bikes for years, good player. You start seeing safeties flying off the board there. Uh, this second round is interesting because the other guy, a couple of the guys here, you had AJ Epineza. He fell all the way into the middle of the second round, uh, going to the Bills. DN from Iowa. That's a good pick, I think. Um. Yeah, yeah, he felt he he real. He, he fell way really too far. far, man. Honestly, I had read some stuff about him maybe being a top ten pick, but um, uh, one of my one of my favorite yeah, that picks was,
1: here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Again, I think you know it, you can't ask to land in a better situation if you're this kid. That's J.K. Dobbins, Ohio State running back, going to the Ravens. You know the team that's reinventing running the football and. You know, Mark Ingram's cool. Gus Edwards is cool. I get it. But you saw in the playoff game when those guys were kind of banged up and the whole Ravens scheme fell apart. So they need the depth here. And uh, this kid is a beast, man. He had a great career at Ohio State. I think it's a great pick for the Ravens. What do you think, Jared?
1: Oh, my God, I love this pick, and this is one of the guys I was targeting in my Dynasty League draft last night. I managed to get so lucky, and I got him at the 106, which is like a miracle. Um, but I love this kid. I absolutely love the landing spot. Baltimore just, again, crushing it in the draft. You know, what else is new? Um, it's funny. I they don't. actually got Fill us in. Do you know how they got this pick? So – all right. So this pick was the Patriots pick yep. that was traded to the Falcons for Mohamed Sanu that was traded to wow. the Ravens for Hearst. So, um, that pick turned into Dobbins. You asked me, I would have never gave up that second round in this, right. in this draft for Sanu. Sanu sucks. He's washed up, you know? Um, no not a chance in hell i would have did that and now now look at it this is the risk a lot of these terrible gms run into when they have these picks and they throw them around like bill o'brien like candy and uh you know they turn into full-blown studs and that's what jk dobbins is gonna be yeah i had him graded as my number two back in this this class this
0: just has like perfect fit written all over it now are you surprised that like um it, well, the way it worked out, it looks like it worked out for him going to the Ravens. But were you surprised to see like DeAndre Swift, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Edwards Hilaire? We're like, we're kind of surprised all these guys went ahead of Dobbins.
1: So I wasn't that surprised. I actually said to a couple friends of mine that uh, my guy was going to slip. You know, he was one of my guys. He thing about him is he got hurt in in the playoffs. Um he basically came on and off the field in that semifinal game. Um, pretty much was their best player on the field, even injured. Um, so going into the draft process, this guy missed the combine. Mm-hmm. He missed his pro day because coronavirus. Um, so the kid really got kind of the short stick. He wasn't healthy. He wasn't ready for the for those the combine anyway. So um, he just kind of got. Uh, Got a little bit screwed with a couple things in timing, but I think it's to his benefit. He landed in, you know, arguably one of the best best three spots there. Uh, yeah. hey, um, the, all the these way, running the backs really out, landed I mean, in pretty at good it on
0: spots. Paper, at least, it's just kind of like, hey, the stars aligned for these situations. Yeah, so it all looks like a good fit.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean. All of these guys literally landed in, uh, except Mm -hmm. Swift, landed in one of my best three spots for them. Um, So I mean, absolutely. So I think they're all going to do well. Second
0: round that I kind of want you to touch on, Jared. This is your guy. Uh, We all like this guy. (laughs) I know you're very big on him. So another very interesting pick given the situation. Um, Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, Oklahoma. uh, slash previously Alabama that he ends up going to the Eagles in the second round now a couple years removed from winning a Super Bowl uh, with Nick Foles who's no longer on the team but they still have Carson Wentz they gave him the big contract Uh, he's set to make a bunch of money he's still young but has often been injury prone Um, but they go you know so they get they sneak into the playoffs last year wild card but Once gets hurt, now they have Josh McCown out there. You know, no no disrespect to Josh McCown. I mean, journeyman (laughs) legend, but you know, I I think they're kind of seeing like, all right, we need a better situation here. Um, What? How do you feel about them?
1: Yeah.
0: How do you feel about this landing spot for Hurts, and what does this tell us about Carson Wentz and the Eagles?
1: So. I think um, it was absolutely a need. Uh, there was a lot of pushback from the fan base on this pick, but the reality of the situation—they need to really open their eyes here. Wentz right. can't stay on the field. He hasn't been able to do mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, right. he is a good quarterback, but you got to be on the field. So, yeah. I mean, their biggest—look <laughs> at him. Even that Super Bowl, they—they they didn't win right. it with Wentz. Wentz got him through most of the year, but. Fools that carried him down the stretch and into the playoffs and um, ultimately got it done here. So, I mean, this guy can't stay on the field. So as much as the fans hate it, they're going to eventually love this pick because they need this pick. Um, and no pun intended, uh, this no yeah, doubt
0: absolutely hurts um, went. Hey, well, like you said, I mean, you, you, the best thing you can be in the NFL as a quarterback is being available. And unfortunate, unfortunately for Wentz, you know, yeah. he just had a string of injuries. I mean, it's just nature of the game, part of the game. It's unfortunate for him. Um, it's got to sting a little bit, though, being that, like, you know, he kind of had to sit back, watch Foles <laughs> win the Super Bowl, won the MVP. They build a statue of him. All right, then Foles leaves. He's like, okay, let me catch yeah. my breath you know, get the team back. Oh, now we're going to go draft Jalen Hurts. It's like, oh, wow. But, and, you know, I've even seen like the Eagles came out and said, oh, well, we might run like a two quarterback offense, um, you know, and use Hurts as kind of like this hybrid, like quarterback receiver, running back type guy. Um, I mean, it all sounds good. It sounds very interesting. Um, But I think sooner than later, you may see Hurts, take over this job
1: yeah I think so too and I think Hertz is one of those guys that if Wentz does get hurt again and Hertz comes in you know I highly doubt that Hertz would even let Wentz get it back I mean this kid's a baller they don't realize it yet but they actually got a great great pick in them Mm -hmm. I mean look at all these look at all these quarterbacks that have been drafted in the first round right 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 you know 10, 20 years, you know, the, 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 the Manzels, the (laughs) Bortles, like I could uh, Rosen, I could go on and on until I'm blue in the face with all these scrubs and like you bitching about a second round quarterback. uh, The the same kid I was talking to who's
0: a big Eagles fan. He, again, he hated the first pick. They had the receiver, uh, Ray Gore. He hated this pick. I'm like, dude, you know, I hate to say it, but like we're saying, Wentz can't stay on the field. I mean, and and not only that they said oh well this is what we do we develop quarterbacks so
1: yeah and i i actually um i think i texted you and adam about this too um the GM had a nice little interview on the NFL Network talking about when they were making that pick and when they were watching him fall down the board. Essentially, they had yep. deja vu of when yep. Russell Wilson was a rookie and they missed out on him. They tried getting him right. at a later pick and, you know, they screwed it up. So, I mean, now they're looking at it like, this kid's so good. Why is he still here? You know, we're not yeah. going to mess this up yeah, this I think time. It's, so, again, I don't you know, know. You know, good move. we
0: say this about almost every pick – these first couple rounds but it feels like a good fit i don't know i like the kid i'll we'll see how it plays out um for the time being you know Wentz will be the starter but we'll see if he stays healthy um yeah so a couple other things jared uh who i wanted to ask you well is there any other guys you wanted to mention here in the second round
1: um right, yeah second or fringe third i got a list here uh i'll just i'll just rattle right. off a couple yep, Brian edwards to oakland that was one i already mentioned love it i think it's a great fit antonio gibson landed on the redskins um ron rivera has been talking this guy up huge he was a guy i mentioned we talked sleepers in one of the episodes he was my guy he landed in a great spot they don't really have um a dominant running back there he can do it all so I think they're going to, uh, you know, finish finish grooming him on this running back position, and I look for him to be a big threat uh, in fantasy, especially. Uh, yeah, Mims I just to see the that Jets. I love that pick. Mims is a great. pick. He, he's going to get absolutely fed. Mm-hmm. So uh, another name to look for in fantasy. You know, no one mm-hmm. likes to read for the Jets, even Jets fans. So he's a player you can get behind in fantasy. Honestly. Um, and then I, I think my last pick that I wanted to mention was Darrington Evans to Tennessee running back. Um, I love that pick for a couple reasons. Um, Derrick Henry's on the franchise tag. Could be his last year there. This kid has three-down potential. Um, he had one of the best speed scores in the draft, um, and I think it's the perfect fit behind him. I could see him playing like a um, – almost mm-hmm. like a – Alvin Kamara, light role, like probably won't get nearly that type of work, but I can see him being that same type of player um, that can just right, kind of right. come in and do it all, pass catching specialist. Um, well, so, I was, I was going to. I really him like, that, like him so. as well.
0: Who, who would be your like sleeper of this draft? Would it would it be one of those guys you just mentioned?
1: <laughs> yeah, it totally would. That list: uh, Edwards, Gibson, Mims, and. Mm-hmm. I'd say Pittman would probably nice, be nice. my yeah, I uh, like the, biggest um, sleepers.
0: Pick. Um, again, I, I think, like you said, they'll be feeding him over there. We'll see how it plays out. Um, two guys that I jotted down just has sleepers. Um, I think I mentioned this guy um, a couple episodes ago. LaMichael P. Ryan out of Florida. The Jets ended up taking him with the 120th pick. Um, in the fourth round, I believe, um, just, you know, I know Le'Veon Bell's there, but you know, other than him, I don't, I don't even know who they who else they have at running back. So I don't know if it's the greatest situation, but at least he'll maybe get a chance to, to take some, uh, workload off bell. Uh, but the other guy that I really like, so I remember when the college football season started, um, it was like the first game I sat down and watched this year. It was it was uh, Florida Gators versus Miami Hurricanes. That's actually where I first was kind of watching LaMichael Ryan because he had a good game. I'm like, wow, this guy's pretty good. But on the other side of the ball, uh, University of Miami had this guy, DJ Dallas. And I, I had n- literally never watched him or heard of him before, but I remember mm-hmm. watching that game, and he ends up having a great game. They were kind of running like – towards the end of the game they were just going to like wildcat he was taking this he broke like a 50 yard touchdown run i'm like wow this kid looks like a beast uh so the more i I looked up on him he was a high school quarterback he goes to university in miami has a wide receiver and then his freshman year converts to running back because they had a bunch of injuries and stuff so you know, last year was kind of his first year being like the guy. And it's like, you know, yeah, he wasn't putting up like J.K. Dobbins numbers or anything like that. But uh, he had let's see here. He had 115 carries, about 700 yards, eight touchdowns, but average six yards a carry. If you watch his highlights, he's just like a nice downhill runner, but, you know, not afraid of contact and like kind of he can take that first hit. And, like, keep his balance and keep going. Like, if you watch that Florida game, you'll see it. Kind of reminds me of Alvin Kamara a little bit. Um, But he ends up going to the Seahawks in the fourth round. I think that's a great landing spot, given that you saw what happened to the Seahawks in the playoffs. They rode Chris Carson all year. They had Rashad Penny in there. By the time they got to the playoffs, both of those guys were hurt. uh, Because they run the ball, like, more than anybody. And, you know, they're given handoffs to travis homer ironically another university of miami running back uh who was teammates with dj dallas so i read that rashad penny is going to be out for the first six weeks or something so i just you know for him you know i don't i don't know how it's going to play out but i think he's in a good situation where he may get opportunities uh sooner than sooner than expected and he's on a run heavy team so um you know, and even, I love yeah, Chris Carson I'll, too, definitely. don't get me wrong. Uh, but he's had issues with his hip and stuff. He misses games here and there. Um, and just like I said, being, being with Russell Wilson, being on such a run heavy team, um, you know, I don't think you can ask for a better situation for this kid, but that those were kind of my two sleepers of the draft. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um uh, I can't I can't forget to mention uh Jake from <laughs> this is Jake from state from uh the the, <laughs> the quarterback from Georgia that everybody loves to hate. Uh but I don't know I don't know Jared like I don't know why I just feel like well I don't know if he's going to get a chance here. He went to the Bills. They already have Josh Allen. Uh what do, like what do you think about him going to the Bills and why are they even drafting a quarterback here? Is there any concern with Josh Allen?
1: yeah no i went, think it was just a depth late. move um yeah I, I, yeah i don't i don't really see him turning into anything um i know he does have some truthers out there i'm just not one of them mm-hmm. um you know just typical backup quarterback i think i don't i don't really see him like you know being anything too special but i think that's Allen's yeah job, no i would doubt. agree Alan's with that um, quarterback so
0: fantasy wise i i like josh allen um but you know this pick was kind of interesting we'll we'll see what happens but um speaking of quarterbacks so you know what do you think about the patriots they didn't draft a quarterback am i right but 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 they signed they signed a couple guys when the draft ended
1: correct what do you what do you what do you think about that Yeah, yeah they did Um, they got, they got Lou work. I saw that. Um, you know, I I don't think it's really anything. I don't think they really, Mm -hmm. they must've not liked anyone where they would have had to have taken them. Um, you know, they're not a team that's going to trade up and go get like, you know, this big name, uh, that's just not them. Um, so they're looking for like hidden gems. That's what they are. And I think they think they found, found that with Stidham. So, um, I think it's Stidham's job until further notice. And, uh, I think the kid's going to get a chance to show what he's got. I do think uh, – I got a feeling he's actually going to be pretty nice. I mean, it, it's it got to show some confidence, right, if they're not making any big splashes or moves. Right, um, right,
0: right. Um, it got to show I, I confidence in him. Um But I was going to ask you, like, are they leaving the door open here if it Cam Newton? Because it came out the other – you know, my cousin texted me this. He, he's all into, like <laughs> – you know, lines on games and all this and like, you know, side prop bets, whatever. But he was like, oh, the, it went from like plus 400 to minus 200, like, which I guess means it's a good sign. The Patriots could sign Cam Newton. Like, I don't know. I I was always saying I didn't see the fit, but then again, you know, the Patriots give anybody a chance. Do you think the door is still a little bit open on this? Could we see Cam Newton in a Patriots uniform?
1: I think we definitely could um, not doing anything was a big move. Even yep. the saints went out and signed Winston. So, I mean, um, you know, I think it's, I think the door definitely open, but um, I don't think they're really in a rush. Bill doesn't rush around for anything or anyone. So, um, you know, we'll see this cam, this cam watch could go, you know, into the off like into the training camp and stuff. Could be a little while, unfortunately, which is kind of crazy. But um, yeah, I'm Cam's I'm working sure out hard. I want him to get another um, shot. Who
0: knows if it may take an injury? We'll see what happens. I like Winston going to the Saints. Um, you know, he he takes a lot of heat for his interception and everything, but I think this was a this was like a very smart move for his career. Um, I I think he may have even
1: absolutely i don't know if
0: i read this correctly earlier he might have turned down a couple other offers from other teams but this is a yeah yeah maybe maybe not Um, i don't think he turned down look at that but either way great decision for him um you know he's putting his ego aside he says okay i'm gonna go learn from drew Brees. i'm gonna go learn from sean payton um if you just remember, Teddy Bridgewater just did the same thing, and he ended up signing that huge deal with Carolina. So, this is a good move for Jameis Winston. Um, yeah, like I said, he takes a lot of heat, but at the end of the day, he threw for over five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns, or whatever. But if he can learn from Drew Brees and cut back on the turnovers, I mean, that's a good situation. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah. I thought, I thought it was perfect for him. Actually. We know this is mm-hmm. breezes last year or most likely last year. So, you know, learn what you can go in there, uh, do your job and just, you know, hopefully you do everything you need to do to have that crack next year to get that job. Cause that's a good team. And, uh, you know, I think if anything, if anyone can make him reach his potential, it is that location. Interesting side those, note: uh, the speaking of Saints
0: him. quarterbacks, because they also have Taysom Hill. Now, I read today that on ESPN fantasy formats, they are going to be switching his position eligibility to like tight end flex, um, which is very interesting because you will you see him line up. Like that, but but it but they said, oh, he won't. But you can't plug him in as a quarterback. You can plug him in as a flex guy. But but I'm assuming even if he plays a couple quarterback snaps, yeah, you know you'll get those points in your flex. You know, so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a double-edged sword there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I think it only really factors into like uh, PPR, right, right, leads, right, Maybe like sixteen team plus. Um, I don't, I don't think you would ever risk his usage is too sporadic. I would never. No, be no. I mean, I, think, I think if, if you lineup, were like pretty much, if
0: you really, there, you know? really nailed it, like the ideal situation would be you know this if you ever do like the DraftKings millionaire contest or whatever like you always got to get that one guy that like no you know he he could be a guy like that if you have yeah to hit it yep. on the right week and you have him in your flex or whatever um there's some maybe potential there but they did say oh if well if he goes then they said oh well if he's the starting quarterback you know then we're going to take away the flex thing so you got to keep up with that week to week if you're a guy that ends up draft and Taysom hill in your fantasy league but uh we could see a similar situation with yeah. Hurts.
1: yeah we'll see i think uh i think you're more likely to get that out of a guy like uh antonio gibson t- dual eligibility where he's a running back wide receiver yep. um that's kind of why i'm drawn to him personally um there's a couple other guys like that um Oakland drafted a kid, um, mm-hmm. uh, Baden Jr. He's another guy that's probably going to have dual eligibility. So um, I'd rather go at it that route. I think you're going to get probably higher upside out of those guys, but definitely a good idea. Fantasy, you're yeah, always looking absolutely. for an advantage and, uh, over your opponent. So
0: make sure you guys follow us on IG and Twitter. We'll have more fantasy stuff, um, some more fantasy posts coming uh, in the upcoming weeks and everything as the season gets closer, hopefully, uh, the NFL season isn't delayed, but we'll have to see how everything plays out here going on in the world. Um, did you have anything else you want to touch on Jared?
1: No, I think that's it. I think we covered most of it. Um, great draft though. Very entertaining. Um, I literally think I watched yeah, every pick yeah, like I said, uh, that for the was first the three first rounds. Time, so. um, it's nice
0: that I watch literally watched picks one to thirty-two. Like I didn't miss one pick there, and then even some of the some of the later rounds. But I thought the NFL did a good job handling the situation given the circumstances. You know. Yep. So, um, absolutely. That's going to wrap up the episode for tonight. Thanks, everybody. You know everybody that tunes in and thank you for the support. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't have Adam tonight, but he should be back next week and make sure you tune in next week. We are going to have our first special guest appearance on audibles podcast, former NFL player, former new England Patriot. I believe he was with them when they won the super bowl against the Seattle Seahawks. So, Th- that's all we're going to give you for now. We'll maybe drop yep. the name later in the week if you go follow us on IG or Twitter. Um, and the other good news is for the foreseeable future, it looks like Jared will be joining us full time here on Audible's podcast. So, Jared, welcome aboard officially. Uh, congratulations. And hey, we're glad to have you Thank on board, you, man. man.